Like, you know what I love about mud? No, I don't. It's clean and dirty at the same time. Oh, God. Oh, we're doing this thing. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, man. You know, that movie's not... It's not good. It's not like... <laughs> I was going to say, are you about to defend the Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> As I was doing, I was thinking about I don't. I'll tell you what. I enjoy watching it in a weird way. I'll say that. I'm not bored. No, that's true. It's just very bizarre. It's weird for like, they have like super scopes and bombs, but then like the Goombas look like the Goombas in that movie. Yeah, like, why bizarre. did you get like really accurate about some things and just go far afield when it came to? I'll tell others. you what, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm almost not surprised that that's what they came up with for making a Mario movie because like early '90s Hollywood. What the hell were they gonna do with video games? Right? right. They didn't know. They were scared. <laughs> But yeah, the funny thing is, Bob Hoskins is fantastic casting for Mario. Yeah, that's great. He hated it. Yes, but yes, he's, he did. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's yeah. See, he's good, right? Like I like him. You know, John Leguizamo's good too. He's he not, hated it too. He won't yeah. talk about it to this day. Apparently, I like I like Koopa's like bumbling sidekick idiots. That's fun. Oh, yeah, you know, they have names. Oh, I'm sure they do. What are they? Yeah, let's add them to. It's a Mario Maker 2. That'll bring that game back from the dead. Welcome to the Exploding Barrel podcast for May. What? What are we doing? Eighth or ninth? When are you putting this up? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to May. Yeah, I'll probably go up the eighth. Actually, I'll just edit it when we're done recording. All right. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother Edge Guy. How's it going, AJ? Oh, it's delightful. Yep. Yep. How are the kids ha- handling? <laughs> Good days and bad days. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds delightful. I'm so envious. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh so yeah, we we've had some events going on in the in the industry, this industry that we love. So we'll be able to talk about that uh and a little bit of some some games we've been playing, but uh I guess, you know, AJ, how, how did you feel about the, the Xbox thing? They 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 did a very bad job messaging what that was going to be. <laughs> I mean, I kind of got what I expected, to be honest. Um, but you know, the, the whole controversy around what what is gameplay. Um, I think I think what what Xbox has learned, and I hope what Sony was paying attention to, is people don't care about like a hype trailer, especially in the context of here's what next gen graphics look like. Because right. trailers always look good. Like mm-hmm. a trailer is not going to show you drop frames or you know screen tearing. It, it's already the best that game can be. So that's, you know, trailers always look like that. You know, what's impressive is when you, uh, you know, have an extended gameplay sequence. You know, like, look at this stuff it's doing. Right, they like, do. show look, us the loading times being fast and stuff right, like yeah, that. Right, yeah, like, here's the size of your follow. We're going to fast travel to the other side of the map, and it happens instantly. Like, that that could impress me, but, you know, you know, see, you know we saw a CG trailer for Valhalla a week or so ago. And you watch that trailer, and it's like... It's like that uh, Pam Beasley meme. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, like it's, yeah. <laughs> There's a little distinction between it, which is cool, I guess. That like the game almost looks as good as the pre-rendered thing, but it's it's like you can't gleam anything. Yeah, from but that. like that's almost kind of been the like Assassin's Creed trailers in general have been like kind of more like that for a while now, right? Like we're not like I remember like 
you know, the big difference from, say, that amazing Assassin's Creed uh, Revelations trailer and what the actual game looked like. It hasn't been like that in a while, right? Like, most mm-hmm. of the trailers, most trailers for all these games. Like, there wasn't a CG trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? They right. just show the game now. Because, like, that's what, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake is almost part of the issue here. Because that's, like, this amazing game that I played not too long ago. That at no point was I like, if only this looked better, <laughs> you know? Yeah, when you talk to the NPCs, you're like, oh. Yeah, you know some things, I guess, but... There's a bit of a harumphness there. I, I don't know, but I think like, even more so than that, I think it's just weird that you that they led with this, you know. Well, I mean, obviously this wasn't the plan. You know, they're 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 they're, See, they're the, trying to the adapt. Je- Jeff, who's been getting a lot of scoops lately, I have to say, he says this was always the plan. <laughs> that to, to do, do this, this in May before E three. Yes, to have like to kind of show some of these smaller games at this particular moment. Weird, right? Because, so, like, I, you know, if, when you're going to show... I mean, Assassin's Creed makes sense. You know, you gotta love the way they put it at the end and throughout the whole broadcast. Like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay coming soon. You know, don't don't turn off YouTube. Right. And then, like, besides from that, you have, like, a lot of double-A games, really. Like, uh... Yeah, that, that's or, what it was. And, and, and you know, again, that stuff's no big not franchises. gonna... There's no Yeah, that's not gonna be the... The, the probably yeah, and Vampire I would argue is like you know a, a franchise. That's kind least. of a double A franchise though, you know. Again, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff looked good. I thought uh, she would. I'm going to call Call to the Sea or whatever. Call of the yeah, Sea. Call of the Sea. That one looked and, good, uh, and I thought Chorus, the one with the spaceship, looked cool. Yeah, no, that, none that, of them look. That, none of them look that, bad. That first game that was supposedly was made by one person. It was like all the games. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, it who knows like, what that's going to be like? I guess it could be neat, but yeah. Right, no. it just, there wasn't a lot of meat on the bones. You, you know, it, you, even like you know, you show, you show Dirt Five. You know, racing games always look good. You need to like show me a race and explain why. Why you know, show me why is this so much better? What makes this a generational right. I mean, leap? Well, and, like, and part of it too is you know, it, it was an issue with the One X because the Xbox is One X and even One S is like, oh, we do HDR now. How do you show that? You can't. You yeah. have to play it. It's weird. Did you read my column today? I did. So, and it's just kind of, for, you, for people who don't know, my, my column on GamesBeat, my RetroBeat, I kind of talked about how just different, it's been feeling like this more so, like, the last generation felt like this too, but this generation, it's just so different from back in the day when it was like, here's Elijah Wood showing off the 360 for the first time on MTV, here's some random woman carrying it to a literal pedestal while a bunch of, like, teenagers <laughs> cheer, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. I know that was kind of corny and stupid and maybe lacked any actual substance, but it was kind of fun, you know? Like, I kind of oh, miss it. Oh, you say that, but people people really ragged on that back in the Did day. They? I thought we li- I <laughs> liked it. A little bit of rose-colored glasses there, no, yeah. Like, I pe- people that. thought it was dumb back then, no, believe me. I enjoyed it. We got to see the first the first ever live-played match of, of Perfect Dark Zero. Like, that thing made me yeah. think even Perfect Dark Zero was neat. I was like, ooh, yeah, Perfect well, again, Dark Zero. It, you know... Even that jump from Xbox to Xbox 360, I still remember people at the time were like, why do we need these consoles? Look at look at Splinter Cell so Chaos say, Theory. It looks incredible. Did people really say that about those consoles? I, I remember specifically you. people talking about the third Splinter Cell and being like, this looks good enough. But like even well, like you okay, said, at least that was a little like, bit of that. That was a def- more definitive jump, at least to HD. Um, but you know, you're, you're never going to have what you had like going from you know Saturn to Dreamcast. <laughs> example like it's just well, it's just not gonna happen no i know and part I mean, of the problem too is we kind of know what a next-gen game looks like it's called a three thousand dollar gaming pc like right we, and we kind of i mean that was kind of true last generation too in a way but like it's again it's just each time it's it's a little bit more so but like so yeah there there's the inherent problem of just the plateau 
But even even with that, it seems like this wasn't the best first foot forward that they could have done. Like, why not just right? Because it's like it's like we didn't see enough for the graphics to be like, oh my god, this changed everything. We didn't see enough of the games to be like these games are going to be incredible. It was just kind of like here's some moving images, right? So like, I mean, and they we know they're having that first party event. Why not lead with that one? Right, like, is that really not going to be ready until July? You can't have, like, a trailer put together of Halo Infinite or a gameplay demo until July? I mean, maybe you can't. That's very, fine. Like, these, these systems are coming up, like, you know, kind of soon, right? And it still well, and feels like... My, my other thing, too, is, like, maybe this is Microsoft's plan, but at this point, Sony hasn't even shown what the box looks like yet. Right. Everyone is kind of understanding, actually, of, of, you know, the world's kind of messed up and, you know, plans are falling by the wayside. If you just came out and said, you know, we're very excited, we're going to debut the Xbox One X gameplay, like, late June, let's split the difference, and we're going to have Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Halo Infinite and Madden 21 and Gears 5 running on the One X or the Series X with, you know, eight uh, um, ray tracing and... Like, you could have waited. You didn't have to do this right now. No one was like, we need to see this now. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, like, confused about just, uh, like, wh- like, what else is there besides Halo is the big thing, I guess, you know? And I, I, I'm not, I wonder if there is anything else, or if they need oh, anything Oh, there could else. be a Forza. There traditionally is around this time. Yeah, I guess, um, I guess there ought to be a Forza, like, right? Like, right. Yeah. So you, you probably got that coming. Um, I mean, we know, like I said, there's going to be a, a Series X upgrade to Gears 5. Um, I mean, Cyberpunk is, console-wise, seems to be kind of aligning themselves with Xbox pretty heavily. There's a lot of rumor and circumstantial evidence that's actually going to come to Game Pass, which we've kind of read. Oh, really? Yeah, there was... I forget what the first thing was, but the second was... It was some... It was another... It was a foreign Xbox in Portugal or something like that. Who, who made a tweet about it and then like corrected themselves and said, oh, we, we misread something. And everyone's like, eh, hmm. did you? Or did hmm. you just mis- you know speak out of turn or something? Right. Uh, so who knows? But, uh, you know, there, it's, it's not like there's not going to be games to play. It, 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 you know, that, that's not a concern, especially between backwards compatibility and, and what they call smart delivery to, uh, you know, upgrade games. Uh, yeah, there's going to there's gonna be good stuff to play on that box. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, so let me ask you this. So we, oh. we got, we got our dates now for last of us two. That's in June. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And then Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. So that's for you to say, yeah. July. So mm-hmm. part of me, last of us is tricky for me. Cause first of all, I still haven't finished the first one. And second of all, like, do I really want to play that game right now? <laughs> like not especially. I'll tell you what, AJ, I don't really, I don't, I don't see much of a reason to play if you haven't beaten the first one. To be well, honest, no, I mean, e- even if I had beat the first one, like, do I really want to go to that world right now? Sure, sure. Where everything sucks because everything sucks already. But the third thing, and it's less so a case for Tsushima, and it, you know, it depends what Sony's plans are. But I feel like I could wait four more months and play these on a PlayStation Five. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's almost certainly true, right? Like, there's gonna be something. I mean, it'll be... I I almost feel like maybe, like, those two games somehow won't be playable on a PlayStation 5 at launch. And that seems weird. Like, they should be. Yeah, like, I don't know. Again, we don't know anything about Sony's plans for backwards compatibility, if you're gonna have to repurchase games or not. Um, hopefully you don't, or at least can just play it and get some benefit to it, uh, Mm -hmm. being on the new console, but... Yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, like, like if it, it, we need to know kind of what they're doing, 
to make the decision, I guess. But I feel like that's at this point, like, yeah, wait, wait four more months and get the best version. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty strange. Who knows what Nintendo's doing? Because supposedly whatever they were going to show at E3, like they're just not going to have ready to show. Right. Yeah. Apparently like the we kind of know Japan's like struggling with work from home because they're right, not so that's well set up for it. Jeff Grubb is saying that uh, yeah, the the June direct that was at one time planned, like happened around E3, is just canceled. So like, yeah, Nintendo's weird right now because it seems like well, they're it seems like, like they're well, cresting Nintendo, for the year at the moment. With you don't Animal need to like Crossing. have your your slick little video. Like just you know, tell us what's coming out. It's okay. Well, that, I think there might not be much, right? I think, like, it's probably, I feel like... I want to know if that going- Mario Collection's happening, okay? Right, but, like, that might be it, is, like, kind of the weird thing, right? Like, that's, I mean, like, that's might be... all right. The- yeah, I know. But it's that's a, pretty it's good. A, it's pretty good, but it's a little weird that, like, well, you know... Well, that a new Paper Mario? Well, if, yeah, if it's that also, I guess, but is it yeah. that also? I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> but I actually am just not sure. So, yeah, it's, it's weird for them, too, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, they gotta. There's, there's gotta be something else, right? Like, right. You can't not. There's like, especially when Xenoblade comes out soon. Like, that's like it in terms of like the big games of theirs that we know about. They got to announce something. Mike. What? Yeah, cool. The Pokemon expansions. Yeah, no, uh, I don't even. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think I need to go back to Sword and Shield. I think I'm okay there. I fell off that game so fast. Yeah, that was weird. Did you even beat it? No, it's not very long. I didn't get that far at all. I thought you liked it. I did. I don't know. I just problem like, is my kids were hot. Oh, that's when they started playing the Switch. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't like play it during the day because they see me on the Switch. They want to play it. Ah, tell them nope. Jessica actually the other day was like looking at me kind of like, "What's a Switch cost?" And I was like, two to three hundred bucks." So we need two of them. She goes, "Oh, never mind." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're not we're not giving the Switches right now. Someday, Christmas soon, but maybe, not right but not right yeah, now. Yeah, that's my mental thought. There you go. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig out me and Jessica's old 3ds's I think and charge them up and let them have those for a bit yeah. here because there you go. Get part, of the, part of the problem now is we we fight over who's player one. See, we yeah. had it easy because I was the older brother, so I was player one. Yeah, I never cared. I can't I can't make that call with these two? Does it really matter too much with the, for? I guess it does, huh? You'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh boy. Who's the leader? As they say, who's the leader? <laughs> I see them. Neither of them are leaders. Yeah. Tell Uncle Monkey said they're both followers. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on the ground or something to emphasize. Yeah. Uh, anything else industry wise going on that uh, tickled your fancy? Not particularly. Just you uh, know, what you playing? Things are happening. Uh, finally, playing more of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Not Valhalla. Excuse me. <laughs> Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, how's that work? What are you playing it on? Xbox One X. So it, it looks very good. Oh sure. Uh, I mean the okay, the environments look amazing and like the water looks amazing. The character models are like okay to bad, especially like it's the, like it's like it's like that Mass Effect one kind of feel. Yeah, like, yeah, a little worse sometimes. Right. No, it's, it's yeah. the thing. Like I feel like animators for for a lot of these things they can't help themselves. Everything over animates. Like when well, we got to show they're moving, right? Have them move a lot. It's like yeah, people can that's just stand and talk sometimes. Or you talked like just like a generic NPC, and they're I I posted I like, even recorded one of them because it was like so bizarre to me. Like they are just 
arms like, flailing arms around are flailing, everywhere, they're like, bending and, uh, over. And it's like, what the... And, you know, and they're just I, talking I, about, like, uh, there, there's some wolves over there you gotta go get. Right. And I understand, like, not everybody can, like, do the Naughty Dog uh, Rockstar Games, like, super mocap for every little person thing. But maybe there's a better solution than just, like, these pre-programmed random generations that we throw into, like, a head that has no correlation to what the body is doing. Because it's, just, it's mm-hmm. just getting weird. And that's, like, another thing about, like, not showing Valhalla gameplay. Like, I, like, I, I want to see, like, is that stuff better? Right. I have no yeah. idea. I, and I don't think they're going to let me know. So, but I mean, it's super fun. It's it's like an oddly relaxing game because you just kind of run around. There's a, a plenty of things to do, so you can always get. Have something you done. have you left the first island yet? No, see, I th- that was the thing. I did that. Like, I had just left the first island and did like a couple more things when I stopped playing the game back when it came out. Yeah. So I was really kind of like worried. Like, is this like really something I'm gonna be able to easily jump back into? I don't know. And it turns out, yeah, it wasn't too hard. Yeah, it was like a little. A little, there's a little bit, of, like, the one thing I forgot, like, I was doing, like, I was, like, going up to, like, the mission board post and picking up all these side missions, and I'm like, these are stupid and boring, and I don't need to do these, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> like, where it's, like, it just kind of took me a while to remember, like, what parts of the game I enjoyed. The game almost mm-hmm. has, like, too much going on, in a way. Yes, like, that's the joke about the game, too much game. Yeah, it's just insane. Like, there's some of it's, like, nice, like, oh, you know, I like the mercenaries, the, the ship stuff's okay. But, like, even, like, the ship stuff, like, doesn't even feel very connected to, like, a lot of the rest of the game sometimes. Like, early on, they teach you all this ship stuff so you can, like, get past this one fleet. And then it's like, okay, you don't really need to use your ship anymore for a while. Because there's yeah. one thing, because, like, the game doesn't really, because, of like, it's an RPG and, like, a lot of zones are kind of, like, you can get there, but they're going to be too high level for you. So it's not like you can just mm-hmm. immediately start go sailing around and exploring and enjoying the game that way, right? That's not really Fine, an option. So the funny thing is, when I first did the sailing, I was like, uh, like in the middle of the very beginning of the tutorial, but I just like ran into an enemy ship, and the game didn't like know what to do, so it just stopped the tutorial. And then I was like, uh, how do I fight this That's ship? Funny. I had to figure it out. Yeah, so it's a little weird that way. But, I mean, it, like, a bar, big part of the fun is really just how pretty it is and how, you know, oh, it's yeah. like, it's ancient Greece. It's cool. Like, oh, look, here's Herodotus. I'm talking to him. That's fun. That's neat. Hey, the Temple of Delphi. But apparently not the Temple of Delphi, like I always thought. Delphi. Huh? Not sure. Yeah, so getting used to that. But I, I'm pretty excited for Valhalla, which, like, the funny thing with Valhalla is that I've just literally been listening to a history podcast that... Like, just happened to be touching on the Viking invasions of England a lot. So, like, I know, like, these people know. I know about, like, King mm-hmm. Alfred and stuff like that. Right. So, I'm like, oh, convenient. I have context for this now. Because yeah. I knew nothing about the Vikings before this. So You're so learned, Mike. Yeah, that's right. So, that's convenient. I'm curious thing there is, like, even though, like, this takes place, you know, a good bit after odyssey like anglo-saxon england is not very architecturally advanced right they have like very mm-hmm. small towns very small fortresses. not even fortresses really they're basically defensive towns like they don't have castles right yet. well right. i guess one of the things we because we, we didn't really talk about valhalla at all since they kind of announced it but one of the things they talked about as being a big feature of the game is the uh there's a settlement you're building up right and the last time we did that was assassin's creed 3 and that was by far the best part of that game yeah, I did like so, that. So that has me pretty hopeful for what they're going to do with that in Valhalla. So I think that that could be really good. So I, I think, and they said like like it almost sounds like that's more the conceit is like you go to your settlement, you get quests, 
and then you just like strike out in the world. It's not going to be so much like going to these big cities and sneaking around. Like I mean, even like Odyssey, it's not, there's very little like assassining in that game. Right. It's just an action RPG. No, right? Yeah, but I do. And, want, and I, I'm sure we'll get much the same. I I wonder if like I feel like they're going to take a few liberties and maybe make some like of these forts a bit a bit more impressive than they probably right. really were. A but watchtower I, or something. Right. But I mean, like. And again, like, I've just basically have listened to a podcast, so, like, who am I? Just some asshole. But, like, he was talking <laughs> about how, like, there was an incident with, like, around this time where, like, people fell through the a second, like, the second floor of a building gave out. And, like, a lot, was, like, a lot of people died. But, like, he said this partially happened because they did not have very many second-story buildings back then. They didn't know how to make them. So, right, like, <laughs> a, 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 so, like you know, like, a, a civilization that doesn't have many second-story buildings seems... Like, maybe a weird fit for Assassin's Creed in a way. <laughs> but, nah, they'll be all right. He'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm sure. They, they seem to know what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but, I don't know. What, what about you? What else? So, a bunch of the guys in the tool for this uh, Slack that I'm in, we, we, we decided we wanted a game that we could kind of play and chill and talk in instead of doing, like, Zoom calls. And in an attempt to find something that was like freely available, we ended up on Elder Scrolls Online on the Xbox because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I'm playing the Templar class for the first time, and it really clicked for me. Like I've been really enjoying Paladin. Like how does that? What is that like? Yeah. So if you don't know Elder Scrolls, what makes it kind of cool is every class has like a lot of customization to it, and then depending on the weapons you choose, that also like affects your skills. So there's a lot of like mixing and matching. Um, and then it depends if you go for stamina or magicka. So with Templar, focus on magicka with the destruction staff. So I'm kind of like like a spellcaster guy, but I have like some like magical weapons I use, like magical spears and stuff. Uh, really, really fun. Like I, I'm just kind of liking that combat flow more than I expected. For like, yeah, you know, I just like kind of threw this character. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm playing this. And you know, usually in Elder Scrolls games, I'm always the the sneaking archer, which is what my main character is on PC. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm really liking it. I'll tell you what, I, I always kind of forget, that game looks really good. Especially on 1X, because it does run in native 4K. Hmm. So it, it looks pretty nice. Um, but I'm doing like the kind of pre-expansion patches for, for uh, Greymore, which is coming to Xbox and PlayStation in June, uh, later this month on PC. And now I'm like torn, because I wasn't going to get it. I usually go back to that game for a while when the new expansions come out. Now I'm thinking I might actually just get the expansion on Xbox and keep playing over there. Sure, why not? Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's funny because remember you and I tried to play when Morrowind came out, and like, yeah, it was like badly. this is kind of dumb. I mean, really, to play with other people, you need to kind of play on your own for the first couple hours and get to level ten because that's when you unlock the random dungeons, and then that's when you want to like group up with people and go run a bunch of those because they're really fun. And the first one you do each day gets you a ton of XP. Like like the first one I did level ten, I finished the dungeon, I was level twelve and a half. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 it, you know it's still a really good game. It's funny how like that's one of those games. It's not quite as drastic as Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's pretty close. So you know, good for them. Yeah, yeah, well, they they did a good job. There seems like it's still popular ish, popular yeah. enough. Exactly. I, th- I I think that game does well for them. We uh we played some uh Battlefront two just yeah. the other night for a few rounds because they they had their last major update come out. Mm-hmm. Still a fun game. It always looks really good. Like. Especially the, uh, like, the more actually, like, kind of indoors levels, I almost kind of like more. Like, there's that the level on the Death Star is so much fun. Yeah. Especially when you start as the Rebels and, like, you start on, like, that with that white ship and then you run through, like, where it crashed into the Death Star. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. this looks great. This is super yeah. good. 
what, what, what that game is good for, again, it's, it's kind of a good game for right now, because you're not playing it to be, like, competitive and... I'm going to be the top scorer. It's just like, I want to like hang out in Star Wars and shoot some stuff. Right. I and mean, it's perfect you know, for that. You almost can't get too bad because it's like, there's the one game. I was just kind of like, for, I was doing that thing that happens in the game. So that's why I'm spawning and dying, spawning and dying. And we won. You know, it's like, yeah, this is a game where individual performance to a point that it, like, it's almost not that important. So you're not going to. Yeah, unless someone's like, like really good being Darth Maul or something and they just never yeah. die. Like, that's about it. Right, like you know, I love uh, Overwatch, but a lot. So there's very, very rarely like I have a bad game in Overwatch, and it feels like yeah, we won anyways. That's okay. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. I, I, I kind of wish that like they could just take some of these lessons now and make like a really cool Battlefront three. But I, I don't think that's going to be in the cards for a while. Nah, not for a while. I mean, I, mean, I, I predict maybe a year or two that comes back next gen. They like kind of you know do it up. I mean, with, again, talking about where that game started to where it ended up. Uh, two years of solid free updates. They got rid of all the ma- the the uh, the loot boxes that everyone hated. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it turned into a really great game. I feel like you know, unfortunately, it just made that bad first impression. A lot of people just never went back to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad, but it's fun, and uh, you know, it's still there for now. I guess. Yes. Yes. Anything else? Didn't you uh, play some uh, Division Two? You said, yeah, yeah. It was uh, so Stadia finally lets you use their wireless controller wirelessly on on Chrome, like on a PC. Finally. Um. So I, you know, I, I I fired it up on my Surface Pro Three in Chrome and connected the controller to my Wi-Fi. And uh, I tell you, aside from there was one instance of a little bit of stutter that wasn't even a big deal, and other than that, it ran perfectly. I was like, hey, this is great. It works. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I uh, did a bunch of quests, took a control point, found a bunch of shade catches, and leveled up. And I was like, "Hey, it's it's playing like a video game." I mean, Division Two is is the most easily recommendable game on Stadia, purely for the fact that it's cross play and cross save with PC. Like once right. they, once that becomes the norm, like if Borderlands Three was cross play cross save with PC, I'd I'd own it by now. And. You know, until more and more games do that, uh, it's it, you know it, it's it's just it's a weird gamble because like even like Destiny Two, which is cross save and not cross play, you know I was on the thing at launch when you think like oh a bunch of people are playing this this is like the big free game with Stadia Destiny Two I could not get a Crucible match just couldn't get one yeah that's yeah that's a weird choice you know and it's not like like PUBG's not like that like PUBG you play with the other console people and stuff right. oh, that was, <laughs> I forgot no. about that because I played that the day it came out oh god you know I was like oh let's check this out I get it I get into a match I'm I'm on my I'm on my you know my main PC playing keyboard and mouse and so my understanding was I would I would only pair up with other console players using keyboard and mouse I don't even know if the Xbox and PlayStation could use keyboard and mouse actually so it might have even just been you know Stadia users with keyboard and mouse but it's like hey there's a hundred people here I'm like great let's go. And I'm like, you know, fucking around, whatever. And I like get a kill. I'm like, oh, cool. And I get another kill. I'm like, mm, okay. And I'm getting people. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I'm up to like seven kills. And there's like, you know, I'm in the top five. Like, oh, what's going on? And I get the last guy. And I'm like, oh my God, I won. I won a game of PUBG. And I'm all excited. I'm like texting you and Chris. I'm sending screenshots. You sent me this article how like the week prior on the console fork of PUBG, they introduced bots to the game to help new players learn. I was like, oh. Yeah, sorry. I still won. <laughs> Good job, man. It's good. You did it. <laughs> like my Apple Watch is yelling at me because my heart rate was elevated. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you did it. You showed those bots designed to make you feel good. Who's boss? That's that's right. I did. I got them good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You showed them. Oh, thank God. Uh, but uh, I've been uh, 
man, I've been still playing a lot of uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, and like, I, I, like the credits roll, so I'm like, oh, I beat it, it was great. And then it turns out there's really like a whole like another act, really, <laughs> like not even like posting content, but like it's really like more of the game, which is like Weird. cool in a way. But like another part of me is like, man, I kind of like. Are you ready to be done? Well, I'm not ready to be done, but I have a lot of other things I kind of need to get to, you know. So right. I was like, okay, but like, I, I'm not, I, I'm having so much fun that like, I'm not gonna stop. This is great, and like, I def, and like, the stuff's happening is still cool. But there's a part of me that's like, man, I thought I did it, but I didn't. <laughs> so now I have to definitely <laughs> do it still, but uh, still super fun. But I know like you know Xenoblade's c- coming and and other things. So yeah, yeah, I do want to check out Xenoblade. Clocks, clock is a ticking. Uh, what, else? what what else is like the big summer? Like you know the, the the two PS4 games we talked about aside. Like what else is summer? This summer, uh, yeah. I mean, those, yeah, those, well, <laughs> those two things, right? I don't know what else. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I can't even think. I know right they now. said they said uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands is Q4 2020 is what they're shooting for, which would put it later than the last two expansions because they were both August. But yeah, Warlords but was November. Warlords was I just wonder when the pre-patch is going to happen, because I feel like there's not a lot to do. Except, you know, I mean, we have the experience boost to some pre-patch, I guess, which is right. cool. At some point but in I'm kind of waiting for that pre-patch more than anything. Yeah, I know what you mean, right? Because we'll have the new leveling experience, quote-unquote. Yeah, and, and it'll mostly like unlock that. all the allied races for me, too. It's fun to see how the, new class, how the classes play differently and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, that's you're right. It's a, little, it's, a, it's a little weird until then, but we'll get there. Yep, someday. Mm-hmm. All right, is that it, Edge guy? So I have two two entertainment things to talk about uh, today. Uh, we we did rent Trolls World Tour for the kids, and we watched oh, it uh, after dinner. What the kids say? That's what I'm mostly interested in. Sophia was very afraid, as she usually is during movies, but by the end, <laughs> decided that she really likes rock music and she wants to be a rocker. I was like, all right, Ooh. cool. That's fine. I tell her that uh, Uncle Mike's going to introduce her to Iron Maiden. Oh, I will. Well, it was it was great. So, not not knowing much about this movie, uh, the the antagonist who's a uh, queen, something, um, she's like the queen of the rock trolls, and she's saying something about her dad is about to come in the room or something. And we were actually finishing dinner while we started the movie. And I look at Jessica and go, I don't know anything about this movie, but I guarantee you that dad is voiced by Ozzy Osbourne. And then this troll, <laughs> like a like a troll floaty wheelchair thing, comes in. I'm like, that is definitely Ozzy Osbourne. And he starts talking. And hey, what do you know, Mike? It was Ozzy Osbourne. Imagine that. <laughs> I mean, it might shock you know this movie was pretty predictable. No way. But I will say, I liked it a hell of a lot better than the first one. Well, that's I hate good. the first trolls. <laughs> yeah, and Sam you... Rockwell is in it in a delightful role. So that was fun. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Did they, did they win the day through the power of friendship or something? Absolutely, they did. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like literal rainbows were shooting out of everybody. Good, good, good. You know, Sophia's all afraid. I'm like, honey, I, I, I'm fairly certain this movie will have a very happy ending. <laughs> I don't know. Could be risky, as guy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the trolls will lose all their music after all. <laughs> <laughs> Just no more music. Yeah, the music had a good run, really. Yeah, yeah, no more. Uh, uh, but the other thing, I watched the first episode of the Disney Gallery about the Mandalorian, and the second episode dropped today, so I need to watch that tonight. Um, boy, is that fun! It's a it's a really well done series. The way they put it together, the first episode was basically they they got all five of the directors and Favreau at a table, and they just kind of start talking, and they kind of focused on each of the five directors, kind of like how they like 
got started in directing and how they ended up on the project and what they brought to the project. So you kind of hear like how Taika Waititi like had this start like he's uh well, originally he was doing um like painting and art and kind of hated it and then moved into doing you know uh, theater and, and film and stuff like that and then how you know one day he's shooting uh what's what's that movie he made the the vampire one I always screw up the exact title know. things we do in the shadows or something whatever it is sure um. I, I might have it wrong, but like how, like, you know, he's like trying to do like special effects with like literally no budget. Like he talked about how like they had access to Weta and how they like go in there and he's like, all right. So when you guys are making Lord of the Rings, what's like the stuff you rejected? We'll take that. <laughs> like they're just like raiding all the trash at Weta to like make their special. Like, what are these like elf ears that didn't turn out good? Great. That's a vampire now. Yeah, it makes sense. Then um, Dave Filoni, who's who's best known as a showrunner on Rebels and Clone Wars, but he, uh, I believe he was a co-producer on the show and he directed two of the episodes and cameoed as an X-Wing pilot. Um, he um, kind of told the story how he, you know, he was working in animation and he was at Nickelodeon working on Avatar The Last Airbender when he gets this call from Lucasfilm to head up Lucasfilm Animation. In his head, he's like, there is no Lucasfilm Animation. Oh, these are the guys from SpongeBob trying to get me going again because they know I'm a Star Wars nerd. So he's like <laughs> doing this phone interview. <laughs> he, you know, it was a cold call. He's like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I like Star Wars. Uh-huh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how did you get my number? She's like, well, well, well George liked your material. Oh, did George call? Oh, okay. <laughs> Till finally he like realizes it's real. And he's like, "Oh God, that's so funny." So that was pretty funny. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's very cool. So if you like the Mandalorian, you, you should watch it. Yeah, I'm really behind on a lot of Disney Plus stuff. I want to see that prop show and some other things. Well, I finally, you know, now now that it's over, I was like, this is a great time to start <laughs> watching the Clone Wars. Finally, yeah, there you go. So I, I did watch the first three episodes of that, and it's good. I like the it. I, I understand. You know, that show really finds its footing eventually, but. uh yeah, I like it. I like those are the episodes that were a movie, right? Like the ones with the. No, no, I, I, I had watched that before. Um, uh, that was one like they actually released in the theater, and that was it was it was okay. Like the whole point of like the plot was like Jabba the Hutt's son was kidnapped for some right. reason. Stinky. I, I don't quite remember. Yeah, it was like really like not a great start, but it, it you know the the first episode is actually a Yoda episode, which is kind of cool. Oh, I like go. that. Yeah. All the Star uh, Wars, Mike. I like all the Star Wars. No way. What do you think about so <laughs> yeah, what we learned we learned that Ta- Taiki Wa ta- uh, him Watiti. Yeah, yeah, he's d- directing and co writing a, uh, a theatrical release and they, they confirmed another yeah. Disney Plus series we don't know anything about. Maybe this it. one will actually get made, unlike some some of the other there's like a long string there for a while where these things weren't actually well, happening. I think that, I think they in uh, Bob Iger admitted as much. So they kinda like blew their load a little bit. It was like all the Star Wars. And I was like, Oh, that's a lot of Star Wars. Right. I think like now that like like the Skywalker saga's done, they could kinda like catch their breath and be like, Okay, what do we want to do now? And, mm-hmm. and kind of move from there a little more deliberately. No, I, yeah, I think so too. Plus, we, well, we found today that the guy who played Jango Fett's going to be in the second season of uh, Clone, or Clone Wars: The Mandalorian, presumably to play Boba Fett, right? Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what else. That was the, that was the rumor is that like we saw like the footfalls of a Mandalorian at, at the end of the one episode, but like it never went anywhere, and that's the assumption that that was Boba Fett. It seems like that was Boba Fett, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. I'm down for that, uh-huh. Jack. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's get out of here. Get out of here. All right, thanks for listening to the Exploding Barrel podcast, everybody. 
You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Check out 90s Disney or 90s Disney Podcasts. Last episode about the Yacht and Beach Club resorts. Great stuff. That was a good, fun, a good fun episode for, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you like Disney hotels and, and food. Mm. <laughs> it was a and good ar- one. And architecture feuding. Yes. <laughs> Architect who, feuding. Who knew? All right. Good stuff. All right. Thanks for oh, listening. We should, talk, we should mention, what? too. I, 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 oh, I th- yeah. I think we could talk about this now. So, um, the Nocturnal Disney Podcast has been running a, a, a tournament of Disney trivia. And... Uh, to be recorded next week, you and I landed in the finals. Who's again? Who saw that coming? Not, not to, not to brag or anything. But uh, <laughs> the winner gets some coasters. So you're going down like those no, coasters will be mine. Nah, you're done, though. Nope, nope. It's, it's see it's, you it's, later, it's dude. It's going down. It is going down. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. But yeah, uh, thanks to Bryce Banker, he, he's the one who put that on. So check out Nocturnal Disney, and you could. Uh, you know, in addition to his regular show, he does. You can also find the the trivia event episodes where, where Mike and I are Dominate. going up against other Disney podcasters. Spoiler: yes. we beat them. Yeah, showing them, showing, putting them in their place. Mm-hmm. Whatever that might mean. All right. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll uh, see you next week right here on Splitting Barrel Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.